pick on too much all the time. I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't know. Because you want to. It's the only life you have, <laughs> right. and you want to die empty. So That's right. That means you're giving <laughs> it up. That's right. I want God to call me home because he likes this. You're done. There's nothing yep. else for you to do on this earth. That's it. And not because I'm old and wrinkly. <laughs> 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 so uh, give it all you got while you got it. Yeah. Hey, mamas. You are listening to I See You, Mama, the podcast where we talk about the things that we do to keep our souls intact and flourishing while we're also growing the little souls of our children. And um, because the things that you do to feed your soul and, and are beautiful and, and important because and you are. So I, I want to honor that. Um, in this podcast. So I'm your host, Ariana Evans, and this is our episode number 27. 27! I'm not going to sing it every time, I promise. I'm just really excited. <laughs> if you are new here, awesome. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you've been here listening for a while, I'm really glad you're back. If I'm glad, I'm glad that you had a few spare minutes to yourself where no one's saying, Mom, Mom, Mama, Mama, and, uh, whether that's you're washing dishes or on a walk or folding that giant laundry mountain, um, if you're nursing or driving, whatever it is you're doing, I'm honored that you're listening. I really appreciate you. My guest today is Shana Berkeley, and she is not technically in the mom club, but as an auntie who plays a really powerful role in her sister's tribe, we're going to let her in because the mom club does not discriminate. We let people in. If you're going to help, Yay! Okay, you're in the club. So I know you're really going to like what she has to say, and I really enjoyed my conversation with her. She's really fun and just this vibrant, beautiful woman, and I think you're really going to appreciate what she has to say. So one quick thing before we jump into that, I'm just going to, I want to ask that if you like the show, could you pop on over to iTunes and rate the show and leave a comment? It helps other mamas like you find the show, and your feedback is always welcome. And it really, like, if you are really honest with me and tell me, like, hey, I really like this, or it helps make the show better, and that benefits you, and, well, it doesn't really benefit me, because this is something I do for, because I love to, but it benefits you, because the show gets better. So, leave your comments, um, and rate the show, and let me know how it's going, and I really, really want to know. So, let's get into the good stuff. Hey guys, this is my guest. Her name is Shana Berkeley. Shana rhymes with Dana. Berkeley like the college. Yes, yes. And um, we're, I'm just really excited to have you on today to talk about um, the project that you're involved with. So uh, previous guests, ha- one of them was Tiffany Acuff. Mm-hmm. And we talked about her and her husband's ministry, Corner to Corner. So Shana is involved with that. And I'll yes. let you tell all about what you do and what that looks like and um we're letting Shana in the mom's club today because she co-parents with her sister her <laughs> niece um so you can join honorary member thank of the mom's you, thank club thank you yeah till you make I, your own or I am a part of the tribe and I <laughs> feel like go. the tribe is just as important exactly um, I would agree with that yeah because my sister's like hey um can she stay with you for the summer I have three nieces and a nephew my How brother has a daughter my brother's daughter is three my sister has twin six-year-olds a boy and a girl. And they stay for the, with you for the summer. My oldest niece. She's 11. She stays okay. with me for the summer. <laughs> she stays with me for the summer. I, all of them cannot stay. Um, but when I <laughs> am available, I am on 
mommy duty. Yeah. And yeah, my mom's my sister's very open about sharing the love of parenting. Yes. With all of her family, whoever will take really whoever pick them up, whoever wants to take them for the Y'all summer. Y'all want to love on these babies? Yeah. Do so, it. Um, I I do that, and so I appreciate being the moms club. I honor moms, yeah. and I don't know how you guys do it. Uh, so, um, lots of coffee, right? <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, um, you know what I say can help. Um, but keep in mind that I haven't birthed or right. raised <laughs> a child. So um, I just appreciate the opportunity. But I'm Shayna yeah. Shayna Berkeley, and I am the director of the academy. The Academy is a program we have through the nonprofit Corner to Corner, and we help underestimated entrepreneurs start and scale small businesses. I actually went through the program in 2017. You did. Yes. You're a graduate. Yes, I'm a graduate. Mm-hmm. I have a business called The Fashion Chase, where I help corporately creative women find their personal style. Very And a cool. lot of those clients are moms because... Believe it or not, you know, I've, I laugh at my mom with this all the time. You were a person before you were my mom. I'm shocked. <laughs> and so a lot of these were like rocker moms and they were, you know, they yeah. were into the era of like share and they, you know, they see old pictures like they had crop tops and bell bottoms. I'm like, whoa. You were working and so it. You were working it. And so <laughs> now you're in corporate America where you cannot wear that outfit. Um, even right. Even share does probably where that's a business meeting. <laughs> and so we're like, how can we find a middle ground, one that feels like you? Yeah. Um, that embraces um, the mom bod, the dad bod, mom yes. bod, um, yes. and the lifestyle of parenting. But you still deserve pizzazz and excitement and a little drama. Oh. So how can we bring that without it being like six, six See, inch to let I want to talk about more Let's about talk that. Let's about fashion. Because yes. as a mom, like, I am like the front queen. Because, oh. like, I was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years, and oh, I did this, okay. like, little inventory. I was like... When my kids all went to school and I had to get a job, I was like, okay, I got, like, 15 yoga pants. Oh, gosh. <laughs> three, like, a ton of workout pants. Yeah. Uh, a pair of pants for church. And, like, a couple pair of jeans that still fit me. Wow. Uh, yeah. And we call it, in my circle, we call those the hard pants. Like, they're <laughs> yeah, not, like, they're stretchy. Not stretchy. Yeah. You got to sort of, like, oh. Yeah, I remember the jeggings days. Those were glorious days. But uh, now we have high waist, which is also helpful. The low rise 90s, I'm not sure how moms made it in that fashion era. I wasn't a mom then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But I don't know what moms did because I they was just like low like rise. Just they just wore a muffin the top with pride. Basically. Or like a muumuu. That's um, right. Yeah. That's right. So we'll, we'll give a little fashion tip. This is, a, yeah. this is something that I'll give for free um, about moms. I think that moms have to sit down and say, what does my life look like? And before we even talk about fashion, right, we talk about self-worth and value. And yes. it's a Lizzo kind of um, people. Lizzo. Can, yeah, Lizzo's she great. She's so hot She's right amazing. Now. I yeah. love her. And so, so many people do, and I think that's an easy, like, one-to-one. But even before she became big, we talked about, like, self-love. Like, this body gave birth to a human. This body makes sure other humans survive, yes. right? It's not about being a fashion model. And if you are a fashion model, shout out to you. Good job, mom. Um, yes, come on, mom, <laughs> do it. Work um, it. But it's, it's about what your body gives and giving that back to her. So if that looks like love, affirmation, yes. my brain is working, my legs are working. Um, yes. You know, I don't like to work out, so I'm not <laughs> like, and because of that, join the gym, right? It's, that's the period for me. And I think that if that means that you want to change it, awesome. But once you decide that you love what you can give and what your yeah. body has done and then I think dressing your body will be like celebrating your child's birthday you, it, you know yes. you wouldn't let your child's birthday go by and even if you just do a family dinner it doesn't have to be a gala right. in the same way I think you can dress yourself um, in a way that feels prideful and that a way that feels honoring to yourself without it having to be like a tight 
midi dress. Right. Um, so figuring out, you know, first of all, celebrating your body, then figuring out how you can dress your body for your real life. Is so you know, it, come to my house you know, come and on. educate me. Let's do it. Yeah. I, if you are, <laughs> I, I'm not a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl, but I think that may be a good mom uniform. So we'll have to find yeah. some comfortable jeans that's not boot cut mom boot cut is out oh it boot is cut is gone i think i'm wearing boot oh, cut boot right cut. Now. i'm sorry you're still a great person but boot cut is, is gone and then the number one like easy thing especially in the fall and winter is like a blazer Ooh. don't do like the north face puffy like add a blazer and that looks like oh i just i tried but didn't try okay that's so easy. i like blazers make me think of the 80s and that no. was like i was a kid in the 80s and the <laughs> ladies were like i got my blazer with my shoulder pads. that means you are a working woman <laughs> shout out to feminism <laughs> yeah I, and blazers are back even shoulder pads are back in oh, a big really? way so what i do especially if i fluctuate in weight I like a men's blazer, yes, um, which looks like, oh, the jacket is big, not like I'm big. Right. right? It's all about illusions. Everybody's given an illusion, okay? Yes. I, the other day I did Tiffany, who was your former guest. She had false lashes for the first time in her life. She did? Yeah, she went to a, a gala. Um, we were show. Yeah, they were nominated. We were nominated. Oh, Will was nominated for yes, an award. I saw that. Yeah, and so they follow us on Instagram at Corner to Corner. You'll see. Yes. And she had on false. And I was like, this is the first time you ever wore false lashes. She was like, yeah. I was like, well, listen, women are out here comparing themselves to freaking J-Lo and anybody you see on Instagram. We all have on lashes. Yes. Two or three sets. Like, even if you see me <laughs> done up, do not be like, oh, I wish I was as pretty as her. I have on a lot of makeup and spanks and lashes and yes. fake hair and fake nails. If you're <laughs> like an all-natural person, you cannot compare yourself. So give yourself <laughs> space and grace to not compare yourself to people who like have worked on themselves for yes. an hour. And it's no shade. I'm all about the glamorous life. But if yes. you, you just have to you can't compare apples and oranges, right? right. We're still all fruit. We're still oh, yeah. women. So I don't know. I have a soapbox. I was like, how dare you feel like you look ugly and look on Instagram when this girl has on four false lashes and you've never even worn them before right so and th so she started her own little self-care thing when she gets her nails done because I was like, Listen, there has to be something you do as a woman for yourself so she got gets her nails done every two weeks and she's like i'm so fancy i'm <laughs> like gosh if it all <laughs> took a nail yeah i mean if that's what it takes girl i know my future husband wish all it takes was nails i'm like i'm an expensive <laughs> breed okay <laughs> nails are the bottom of the barrel my little brother <laughs> and i went and got like i'd never had a pedicure before what? like i take care of my feet myself yeah. i'm cheap and so he was like, no, I'm taking you. And then we, like, sat there and had massages yes. and, like, mimosas. And I was like, this is the thing. I need to come here, like, yes, you do. every two weeks, every, you like, do. month, like, at least. I so mean, like, people are really putting not money, time. In, and if that's not in your lifestyle, that's fine. But you yeah. can't compare yourself, right, right, to people who are doing that if exactly. that's not in. You know, you got to do, like, lateral, quote, unquote, comparisons. Although we believe yeah. that comparison is the thief of joy. So we say no comparisons. Right. I'm like, sometimes I look at J-Lo like, oh, my gosh, she's 40 and she's so in shape. I'm like, she also has a trainer and a chef. And, and Photoshop. And Photoshop <laughs> and Spanx and a boob lift probably. That's and it's no and problem. And all those things. And if the Lord blesses me with her kind of money, I'm going to be all those things as well. <laughs> but you cannot <laughs> compare your everyday to somebody else's highlight reel. So, yeah, yeah, that's so, so good. Yeah. I think we talk about that a lot, like comparison is the thief of joy. It's the thief that of is, joy. Yes. So that's why we take joy in what we do. And sometimes it's just saying, I birthed this child or yes. my child went to school on time today. And then it'll Good get, job. you know, <laughs> yeah, that's a great job. And <laughs> because I don't understand. My niece is 11. She basically can take care of herself. And yeah. it was still a struggle. Right. Really, because she talks a lot. <laughs> and I was just like, I just want quiet. I have quiet. an almost 11-year-old. And so just I quiet. feel you. Have you seen? Have you heard? <laughs> oh, <I'm just laughs> 
Let's go to bed. Um, can we just like not discuss that? Right. I don't care. <laughs> so I was telling my brother because I'm the kind of person who has so much internal stuff that I'm working on. Yeah. That to put one more ounce, like I'm out of bandwidth. Yeah. So I'm like, I need somebody to come to my house and be like, here's the uniform. Put it on. I would love to. Like, we should you know, do. I don't know if you have a YouTube video or your Instagram, but we'll have to do a, a video version of that for your podcast really listeners. Funny. So y'all that follow her on social. <laughs> and if you want to see that, you comment. Yes. She tell, she's going to give you a prompt. I do have all the I have all those things. And then uh, don't post like I post like my weekly like, here's the podcast. y'all. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge social media person. I'm I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, when you hear this podcast, go and post on the post about the podcast (laughs) and comment that you. I would like to see a a video of this. The fashion tour. Say the word fashion. Get a (laughs) quick just fashion, (laughs) and we'll do that, and we'll give a a good mom uniform. That would be awesome. Super fun. You know what? My stylist so far has been my ten year old, who has big ideas about what I should be wearing. I'm like, listen. Yeah, I know um, Tiffany's daughter. She has a three-year-old, and yes. she's like, she thinks you are Cinderella. Uh-huh. But I also have a lot more time to get myself together. So I wear heels most days, and she's like, like, oh, my God, look at Shayna's shoes. And Tiffany's like, how? I'm like, oh, I don't carry children around. Right, um, right. Even when I was with my niece, she was 11, so she was getting herself together, and I was getting yes. myself together. So. Yes. But when they were, my sister had twins, and I c- went home for a co- I stayed with her for a I want to say six weeks when she took her maternity leave. I also took off. Yes. Um, to help her because two of them is hard, and so. But see, you're a better sister than I was. Yeah. Like when hard. my sister had kids, I didn't know what she really needed, so I just went and like was like, I'll hold the baby for you, and she, I didn't re- I didn't realize that she needed me to like cook and scrub toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, what? I my was twenty two. Like, well, I don't know what I'm um, doing. Vocal. About her <laughs> she will tell you. My sister you was this, not, and I learned. Is. Like when the, her second baby came, she's like, "Just don't come." I was like, "Really?" Because I didn't know, but now I know. Yeah. I was like, "I'm, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, my sister was like, "I'm hungry," which implied, "Can you cook or can yes. you order can food?" Yes. Um, so yeah, I have a very. My sister's a middle child, but if people think she's an only child, oh yeah, if you meet her, you'll say, "Oh, you have you must be only child." She's like, "No, I have an older brother, younger sister, but she just <laughs> is that woman." She'll she tell you. She'll tell she you. Needs. So um, I w- she told me like I need you here my entire maternity leave. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I did that, and um, it was fun though. It was nice to bond, and they get on their own little schedule, and you get to know their personalities, and so. Yes. Um, when I was helping with the twins, even when they kind of went to daycare, I stayed. At, y'all would come in every now and again, and I wasn't wearing heels with them. So well, see, <laughs> you don't don't it even out. judge yourself to me. It's, it's, right. it's not it's not possible. So tell me the name of your business again, and we're oh, gonna put it yeah, in the yeah, show notes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Fashion Chase, C H A S E, like you're following the trends. Um, yes. I teach people how to rock the trends in the real world. Where can people find out about the fashion the chase? The fashion chase. The fashion chase the on fashion Instagram, chase. And Instagram and YouTube. And YouTube. Um, and if you have any suggestions about what you would like to see, I would love to do that. So maybe I will Very do a cool. mom episode on YouTube. That would yes. be super fun. You know, I would say, like, if I was, I told my brother, I was like, I just want a uniform. Like, yeah. I put it on. I have somewhere to be, like, okay, this is for picking up kids. This is, I need a little bit nicer. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. want to be like, okay, put it on. Like, somebody tell me. Like, okay. I'm, I got a lot of stuff in my head. Duly I can't. Duly noted. You can't think about the clothes. <laughs> See, that's right? like freeing to me. It's like, ah, oh, yes, fashion. I think there but are people who really have time and capacity yeah. for that, and I'm just not that person. Yeah. All right. Done and done, guys. Done and done. That's awesome. So comment fashion below, and then we're going <laughs> to make this happen. Very yes. nice. 
Very so nice. that was a long way of saying that <laughs> I went through the program <laughs> in 2017. I founded the Fashion Chase, and then I was practicing law at the same time. Um, okay, but practicing yeah. law at I the was same practicing time. Practicing law, yeah. What? How well, many how many talents do you have? You know, fashion, uh, law, I do business. all the things, you know, jack of all trades and yes. a master of none. No, oh, no. Hopefully I'm a master I of something. I think you've mastered some yeah, things. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so, but when you're in law school and for anybody who's like listening who's maybe in law school or, you know, you're getting your medical doctor or even a dentist or something along those lines. Yeah. School takes up all of your life and all of your attention. And so when you're out of school and even if you have an extra two or three hours, it feels very foreign. Yes. It's kind of like being an empty nester, right? you just right. like, what do I do with my life and my time and my right. attention? So when I was practicing law, um, the people I worked with were a lot older than me, and so I didn't have a friend group at work. And then my current friend group, they would all moved away, or they were all married because I was under a rock in law school for three years, and they right. were like, I don't know, right. freaking yeah. on Tinder or something. I don't know who you are They're anymore. like dating people. Yeah, they're like, hey, good to see you. Um, and so <laughs> I, the fashion chase is kind of what took up that additional time. I did. I wasn't good at idle time. At, now I'm great with idle time. Yes. But then I was like, kind of like, what do I do with my hands? You know. <laughs> uh, so my kids went off to school and I started a podcast. I was like, yeah, what they, I, mm. right, right. You have a little time. <laughs> you know, now you're working. But like, if you were a stay at home mom and your kids were at school all day, and not to say stay at home moms who school school all day like don't have things to do, but oh, sometimes you do. may be like, yeah. I mean, if you'd be like, I kind of don't want to be here i want to be right. in the world or figure right. out something else or rekindling yeah. passions and that was why i started exactly. and then um very cool this year they asked me to be the director and so of the academy of the academy so it's officially called the academy the it's it just the, the academy. academy yeah it has a website what's it what it's is the it? academy nashville.org okay yeah we are the academy the, <laughs> the only the one yes the one and only you have to say like with the deep um voice vertical James Earl Jones voice, <laughs> The Academy. I don't have that one. Yeah. The Academy. <laughs> so we're doing that, and I stepped out on faith and left my law practice. And okay. I'm doing this full time, and I love it. I'm Hot so job. grateful. That's I listened awesome. to God and not fear because I was nervous, okay? <laughs> yes. That's so hard. It's so hard to step out and be like, all right, let's do this whole new thing. All right, Jesus, what? let's do it. Yes, and I see you, like, you're on the feed all the time. Yeah. I see your face. And, like, <laughs> when you walk in, I was like, I know you. Yeah, we're friends. I love being <laughs> cyber-stalked not by, like, psycho yes. killers, but people who but. are celebrated <laughs> and friends of the mission. Exactly. If you're a cyber-killer, do not cyber-stalk me. No, no, don't. She's, it's okay. I'm not available. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, um, for the Academy, what yes. does that look like for you? Um, is your goal to like grow it and yeah. or is it to take it further or like what are the aims of the academy yeah. so the academy um so corner to corner started in yes. 2011 but the academy started in 2016 okay um so i was in the third second or third graduating class um, good, a cohort or whatever you want to call it yeah so i think our goals that's a great question because i we have what we call a 10 million dollar plan we use yes. um the information from the sba to see the SBA, I'm sorry, Small Business Administration puts out information about small businesses, incorporated businesses, unincorporated businesses, which are like side okay. hustle kind of things. Yeah, um, and hustle. so yeah, so <laughs> our goal is to put ten million dollars back into the neighborhood economy. Okay, and not the you know downtown high rises, but the people who live in the shadows of those high rises. So the businesses that are standing from your house or you know a small mom and pop. So growing entrepreneurs, so the total amount coming
coming back into the economy is is ten, $10 million, million dollars. Yeah. That's a big goal. It's a big goal. What are you at right now? Um, three point six. Three point six yeah. million. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, that's Ooh. awesome. We're excited, yeah. So we're pushing that way. From 2016 um, to now, though that's yeah. not very long. That's three years. Yeah, that's a so million we have a year. hundred. Well, it didn't what? actually shake out that way, but we'll accept it. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, so we have 149 graduates. Okay. Um, they put back $3.6 million into the neighborhood economy. So cool. and So it's it's not necessarily scaling for scaling sake, so I right. could be running around crazy with ten and twenty <laughs> sites. It's really the fact that the Kaufman Foundation, which is a foundation that gives a lot of money to nonprofits, they do a lot of work about like data and polls to to really see the need in different communities. Right. And so they stated that Nashville has the capacity for ten thousand more black and brown entrepreneurs. Okay. And for lots of reasons that would be longer than this podcast, but would I encourage you to um, you know, do some research about systemic racism, oppression, redlining, gentrification. It's lots of reasons yes. that minorities, especially the black community, um, but all black and brown communities have been um cut out or not given as many opportunities to grow in entrepreneurship that, that we want to, um, yeah, that's a whole podcast, but we want to create on ramps opportunity yeah. and really eliminate gatekeepers um, for who yeah. can be successful and who can do what. And the idea of entrepreneurship, especially in black and brown communities based on oppression based on not being allowed based on, for example, how they put the highway down Jefferson and it created right. this and big cut, chasm. And cut right through the middle. Right of through the economic system that was powering American Jefferson community. Street. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so because of all these issues and these kind of political decisions that did not take into account all of Nashville, but right. into account a specific subset of Nashville, um, minority communities have an entrepreneurial spirit, yeah. but they give back. They pay taxes, but they don't really know how to put that into effect with structure and with a social network because your social network is your net worth. Right. Um, and so our goal is to be helpful in that. And we don't believe God has called us to save anybody or to do it on our own, but to be the hands and the feet of Jesus in that way. Yeah. And so we pray that we're doing it in excellence and we're doing it with sincerity and authentic um, morals and intentions yes and it's been it's been a great ride we we try new things and some of them work and some of them don't but that's part of it just to see that's that growth mindset. how's it going yeah like, how's it going so awesome. we went from three sites and a pilot the pilot site was only four people in this particular neighborhood in napier to six fully you know fully staffed sites five in nashville one in antioch um, which is the site I'm so going what to is tonight. So what does a site look like? And I just want to, yeah. as a little sidebar, like I feel like our, as a culture, as let me just be blunt, yeah. as white culture has given people of color two venues. Like you can do music and you can do sports. Right. And I love that this takes beyond that and said, you're not going to dictate what right. I can do. Exactly. I can do way more than that. I'm not only basketball, basketball or football yeah. or singing right. or rapping. Like, yeah, there's more to that. There there's is more to it. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I talked about that the other day with someone else who's interested in the academy. And, and we love people who play sports. But mm -hmm. even, for example, like baseball. Yeah. 
black people are like, oh, you play baseball? <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, they had a whole league. And the only reason baseball integrated was because there was a black player who was better than all the white players. And they wanted and him. And they wanted him. Yeah. And they integrated the sport. It had nothing to do with believing in equality or the same, no, you know, we want to go into it. Yeah, it was economics. And so um, we understand that, but we also believe that God has given us all talents and gifts. Yes. And as Christians, how dare we limit God to say, God, now nah, all the black people you create, they only need to be good at sports. But all yes. the other people, they can have a variety of talents. Right. They, they can, can have a variety of and gifts. And, yeah, they, they can sing and they can play sports and they can create apps and they can build houses. And, yeah. and we just don't believe. And, it, I mean, even now as we see, like, the Hispanic community is like, oh, th th we want them to build houses and do construction. But God has given them gifts right. and talents and, and being educators and being nurses. And so yes. we just – want to eliminate limit that you put on yourself and sometimes that imposter syndrome is because you're starting to see yourself how society sees you right and so we want people to look at themselves through the reflection of society and at least when corner to corner is holding up the mirror yes. to be able to see yourself the way that god sees you and not the way that oppression or fear or you know either econ economics or immigration policy right now dictate how you look and and we love the fact that some people come through our program decide decide oh starting a business is not for me right now right. and I haven't taken out a loan, they haven't quit their job right they haven't had any detriment to themselves and they have grown to be able to make decisions on their own terms and I like that word that you use an on ramp yeah. like it's not like boom you're on the highway and you're like yeah. I don't know how to drive yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like we're ramping up to that. And that's – I love the also the, like, when you see kids of color in Nashville but yeah. sort of nationwide, like, looking up, like, who am I – who's representing me? Correct. What what can I look towards? And when that when that window is so small, like, I only right. get a couple options. So I love that it, it diversifies what the representation is for kids who are coming up. Like, Absolutely. I don't have to be – just and one or two things. And people talk about, um, and if you really get deep into, especially uh, I think um, this arm rep for interracial understanding may come a lot from people who do adoption and like, okay, well, I adopted a black child, so now I need to understand black culture. I yes. married a, a black person, so now right. I need to understand mm -hmm. black culture. And so, and I, I welcome that understanding from anyway, but people who are just interested in it, you know, they talk about this crab in a, a barrel mentality, and it's like, well, you know, the cultures pull each other down or black on black crime or these other narratives that are being pushed out. And I'm like, well, the question, honestly, is not why do crabs pull each other down in a barrel? The question is, why are crabs in a barrel? Why they were not created to be in the barrel <laughs> in the same way. It's not a question of why do all black people want to do sports? So all black people like why are they in this? barrel to right. be limited to this ability and it, without that ability you are not valuable you are not worthy you do not add to society and um it, it has gone through um our history with you know, in our dna they talk about how trauma can be passed through your yes. dna how even soldiers now soldiers children suffer from yes. ptsd although they never went to war to why the third generation yeah to the third generation because of the experience of their grandfather. Right. Um, and in that same way, that black wild. people have that same PTSD or that same trauma passed through our bloodline based mm -hmm. on being limited to being just how other people see themselves. So that yeah. is um, a hard struggle or hard experience to break. 
but we believe that you know so in our core that if ptsd or trauma can be passed down then so can healing so right. can victory so can self-worth and self-love Ooh, and yes. that it, it has happened in in our culture around each other we are diverse and we have diverse thoughts but in in the bigger society we are kind of conformed to being mono like having one thought or one way of seeing things or one perspective right. because you have to stick together to survive right, right. so um we we just want to create freedom and what that looks like in christ um those who are free are free indeed and we want that to be not just a spiritual practice but a lifestyle and entrepreneurship is one of those ways we believe there's plenty of other ways and so yeah. we celebrate our other for-profit and non-profit partners um, and just individual donors who believe in that freedom as well. So yeah. that's beautiful. Thank you. That's <laughs> good. So when you say, when you say like a location, what does that mean? Okay. Yeah. So we have six locations. So we believe that we can start um, classes out of a backpack. I have a curriculum. Each person gets a book, okay. and they can keep that book for life. And they, the book costs is one hundred and twenty five dollars, and that's we license it. So it costs us one hundred twenty five dollars. It's a pass through cost corner to corner pays for the facility if it's a cost for the facility we pay for the facilitators we pay for the snacks everything else is what we pay for and they pay for that book um, and that's what the donations are going to helping us finance that among other things right and so it's six sites we have Magruder Family Resource Center Napier um, New Hope Baptist Church was an amazing partner we have okay. the Antioch a South I want to say a Southwest Southeast one. I'm not good with locations I think <laughs> it's a Southwest um, and six other sites that Martha O'Brien that um, partner with us okay. to lend us space um, okay. at from 6 to 8.30 is our classes for 10 weeks. Very and cool. we have about 15 to 18 people enrolled per location. And they get to pick their own location based on where they live, work, or play. Right. Um, and then we have three facilitators who lead the group. And two of them are actually facilitating the conversation. They're not teachers. They're facilitators. They ask questions. They help you with the questions in the book it'll say like what is your business is this or this is what a mission is how are you define your mission right so it's yeah educating and then kind of implementing cool. and then one of them is what we call a site coordinator so they make sure everything is there they make sure the teachers are on par they give some feedback and say hey you know last time the energy was low let's really ramp it up or i saw Brittany kind of look lost when we got to the middle of the section can somebody reach out to her and make sure that she didn't get lost in this accounting conversation okay um, so that's kind of what that looks like and they run for 10 weeks, and so we use partners to do that. And so we will eventually scale to 10. We went from 3 to 6. That was a big jump for me, yes, Jesus. Yes, yes. Um, and so the Lord is taking on where I am weak. Stretching but yeah, Stretching me and growing me. But also showing me, like, you are more powerful than you think you are because you can do all things through Christ and leaning onto him like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and me being able to see him show up in ways that before I may have said it was in my own might, ability, or education. And, yeah, so as long as he pays us two loans back, then I really would have a testimony. <laughs> uh, so I'm waiting for that type of move of God. But he has moved in the yes. last couple of weeks, and I've been so, so grateful for that as well. Very cool. Yeah. This is really exciting. Um, yes, it is. I've kind of watched it grow from, like, this little bitty thing it's that like started on their, yeah. por- on their front porch to this bigger and bigger and bigger thing. It's yeah. really cool. It's going crazy. It. Yeah. yeah. There's so many programs. I mean, that's one of the four programs that we have, so – each of them have their own kind of DNA and, you know, brand identity that's right. super exciting. And I, I'm like, I, it went from this little seed that they planted, and now it's like a little bush. It's not quite a tree, <laughs> but it's definitely a bush. It's a full-blown bush. So we're excited about that. So how can we get – so how can we find 
the entrepreneurs that come through. I know we can. There's ways to support the academy. Yeah. At the Academy Nashville dot org. Yes. And you can go there and donate and support yes. the academy that way. But how can we support? the actual entrepreneurs that have yes. gone through the program? Is there a list of like businesses yeah, that have grown question. out of there? And so we are small and scrappy. So I am all of the academy. You want to see the whole team? You just look at a picture <laughs> look at of you. me. Yeah, You're woo, the academy the team. team here. We're all, the gang's all here. <laughs> um, Will is our executive director and he definitely helps us in ways that we need some help or support right. or, or additional like manpower. manpower. But um, I'm the team. So, go so team. yeah, go team. Um, and so I think I'm trying now, and I think it's a 2020 job to get all of our graduates and their websites and all that on a list that they can come to. So if you need something in particular, like a caterer or yes. a photo booth or a balloon, you know, if you, you can see a need in your life. Right now, people have been emailing me at Shana, S-H-A-N-A, at corner2corner.org, and the, t the two is T-O, so corner2corner.org. And I've been connecting them in that way. It's very inefficient. I already know. <laughs> um, but I'm working on making a more efficient thing. You just kind of can do what you can. It's like parenting, right? You can't right. just, like, I'm going to do a whole bake sale. You know what? I'm just going to give I'm the cupcakes that's and right. let everybody else spill they, you know, <laughs> pull their weight. And eventually we'll have a whole bake sale. So I'm, I'm working on creating that um, That's resource. really cool. But I would love for people to reach out and say, hey, I'm looking for this. And yeah. I'll be happy to connect you. I actually did that with um, someone was like, we're going to just go to Panera and buy all this. I was like, actually, you should ha hire one of our entrepreneurs. And they've done that. And it's been really a really cool. fun transition for them to see like, oh, I don't have to go by these six things. I can say what I want. Right. And it, it all worked out. And I support small business. So. And I would love personally to have your entrepreneurs as guests on the podcast. So okay, people can yeah. hear more about what they're doing in their individual businesses and help them promote Done. that. Yeah. Yeah gonna be fine yeah i'll get that together too yeah i have to see um who's my mom tribe who's in the academy tribe? so yeah i have we actually have a a nonprofit called mommy's dreams matter where they help cool. um, moms who are single moms try to figure out how they can fit in a life of their dreams so yeah i love that i'll i'll connect you guys okay mm -hmm. yes do connect yes because i feel like they're like i said this in previous podcasts but like i feel like mom moms kind of like tamp down what they're thinking and feeling and believing right. and dreaming in favor of like, well, let me help you, baby, go right, on to like right. bigger and better things. And like, but there's still this really cool sort of undercurrent of like, here's who, uh, here's what I am and here's what I'm doing. Right. And it's a really, I'm passionate about that. I don't always toot my own horn and yeah, talk, talk about it to everybody like, oh my gosh, you should listen to my podcast. You like, should. <laughs> you should tell everybody. No, confidence. Wait, as Christians, we believe we can go boldly before the throne. We believe yes. that we are made in the image of God and if Jesus is our example, he was bold in proclaiming who he was. Yes. And I mean, I'm sure he wasn't afraid because the divine part of him was over. But if he was like all man, like if it was like Joseph or Abraham they would have been terrified, like, I am the son of God, you know, <laughs> like, but he was bold in that. And so I try to hearken back to that. And yeah. we teach our entrepreneurs, like, go boldly and say, I am, I've yes. been in business two days, but I am a designer. That's I am. Right. And so we believe mom should do that too. And our children mimic, you know, a lot of my lifestyle, I've gone way further than my mom was able to go in education and lifestyle and even the amount of money that I was able to make. But everything that I am and how I walk through my life is through my mom. Mom mm -hmm. would like do volunteer things in my school. She put on a whole program 
for my whole school. She made like, <laughs> yeah, she would like make bags. She was so, you know, philanthropic in her own way. Yes. And so I saw that and my, my mom was like, how can I multiply that? So our children yeah. see what we're doing and they see you on the phone, on a business call. Right. And they're going to grow up and understand like, I am a woman and I can do business calls. And, and I can, can practice on yeah, the Yeah, you know, practice. Like, and so I'm talking to my business clients. Yes, do <laughs> not be timid about who you are, but really that is helping your child grow to say, yeah. you can do this or you can not do this, right? right. You can choose not to do this, and that's okay, too. So I well, think moms are great examples. They are. Yeah. There's this really cool book. I can't remember the title of it, but I'll remember it, and then I'll stick it in right here. Yeah. <laughs> the name of it is Mothers, Daughters, and Body Image, Learning to Love Ourselves as We Are by Hillary McBride. basically talks about how moms build ladders for their children, oh, especially yeah. their daughters. So, like, especially. I can't, like, here's this big tree. I think you could climb it. I can't, but I can build this ladder. Yeah. And then you create that for your for the next generation and how, like, so I'm building a ladder. Absolutely. I don't know what it's, my mom built a ladder. I'm building a ladder. Like, yeah. I've, I'm doing different things than my mom did, and my daughter will do different things than I did. Absolutely. And so we pass on the healing and the, you know, the getting better and the going ta- going farther and getting taller. and Absolutely. I mean, in on. our culture, we say we stand on the shoulders of giants, mm-hmm. right? You're ancestors if you watch what lion king or black panther yes. or moana it's all about how standing on the shoulder of your you're standing on the shoulder of your ancestors and our parents yes. are our ancestors so i believe that to be um, a true fact and yeah. something that when moms are feeling weak they can feel confident and even showing weakness because some people like they don't understand vulnerability or weakness and i'm like yes. well that's okay to cry it's okay to know i've never seen my mom cry i'm like you haven't well you should mm. you know my kids you know cry parents cry <laughs> yeah i'm not saying you should like be like super emotional and tell them all of your <laughs> adult drama but i think for them to see vulnerability <laughs> and to see forgiveness and to see disagreements modeled helps them without you literally having to explain it to them in words like, when somebody right. disagrees, sit down and ask why. You know, because right. it, it never right. actually happens in that way. No, it um, doesn't. But empathy and generosity and gratitude are all models yes. for us from our parents, especially our moms. So. Yeah. Shout out to you, moms. Go cry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've had, I had a rough, like, year last year. A lot of, like, crazy stuff happened in my family. And my kids, like, I sat them down at the beginning. I was like, you're going to see me grieve some big things yeah. and you're, you're going to see me cry and you can ask me about it. It's not, you're not, you don't have to fix it. You didn't yeah. make this problem. You don't have to fix it. You didn't cause it. You can't control it. Like, Absolutely. like I'm just going to be like, it's going to hit me and s- I'm going to be sad sometimes. Yeah. And, um, even my, my most empathetic little middle kid is like, mama, are you sad right now? I'm like, I am sad right now. Yeah. Like, do you need a hug? I'm like, honey, I, you don't need to fix this for me. Yeah. Hugs are nice, but it's not your job. I yeah. love you. Like, and then Go you learn that kid. in relationships too. When you yeah. get married, it's some sometimes the stuff you cannot fix. I can't yeah. fix you being laid off. I can't fix your parent being sick. I can't right. fix self-esteem issues. Like these are unfixable things. And so, how can I show up with you? How can I grieve with you? And how can I, as an individual, grieve well, um, but still allow yeah. myself to feel that? And I, at least some things for me, like my mom's brother passed away. He was really sick for twenty years, and we have a oh, strong wow. faith in our family. He had. Um, he had it off diabetes, and then he had muscular sclerosis, and so oh all these gosh. things. But he was bedridden for 20 years. And when I tell you, like, 
That's a long if time. anybody believes the Lazarus story and believes like God will raise him, blah blah blah, like that whole um, conversation, it was our family, and so yeah. for us, for him to pass away and that never to be rectified on earth was really hard for us. And yeah. we had conversations about our faith and um, would say, you know what, me and God are still in talks about what that looks like for me. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, I'm praying about it. Come back to me, and she would come back and say, you know what. I don't know the answer. I'm still at peace. You know, and she would walk me through her struggles yeah. as a faith. So as a Christian, as myself, when I go through things, I mean, I always tell my mom because she'll worry and she lives in Atlanta and I don't, <laughs> I can't have her driving up here every weekend. I don't, I don't mentally need that kind of stress. <laughs> um, but for me to know, like, okay, this is how she wrestled through her faith and this doesn't mean I'm yeah. a bad Christian or it showed me forgiveness and it shows me, like, the loss of a sibling and, yeah. All these all these things, right, that you don't know how to explain, but you can show. Even as an adult, she's been modeling that for me in, yeah. in her hard times. And so, yeah, yeah. I think that that's, that's absolutely a real thing. Mm, that's so good. I mean, I really appreciate, like, hearing different perspectives than my own. Absolutely. Like, I, I mean, I clearly, like, I have a narrative that I grew up with and that yeah. I had to sort of, like, abandon and walk forward and be like, I don't understand like, even though I had a huge amount of diversity in my life growing yeah. up as a kid, there are walks that I didn't walk. Like, right, 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 right. You know, I may have been a, a racial minority at my high school, but the racial minority in my town were still experiencing Absolutely. things that I never experienced because I was insulated by the color yeah. of my skin and by the, the fact that my dad had grown up in that town and my grandpa was there right, and everybody right. knew my family, and so I was insulated from those things. And mm -hmm. so pushing me out of my comfort zone to like experience different things and be like what does this look like for you yeah is is this just beautiful conversation that i love having um and it's kind of what like tiffany and i had like two episodes about like <laughs> yeah let's all do this it. stuff like let's talk yeah, about yeah, more let's about talk that about it. Yeah, yeah. Tiff tiffany also i was I'm like you know more than i do <laughs> you she reads all the books she knows she all the things she's awesome she, she is such a resource for she everyone. is well and i'm like i can't go to all the talks that you want me to go yeah. to but i like <laughs> She's like, I'm read 17 books. I'm like, you like, know, I'm just going to wake mm. up and figure out what I can do today. There's know? still some audiobooks that I'm like, it's on my back burner. Like, yeah. I'll be like, okay, I listen to a chapter. I'm like, okay, I need to go make some breakfast for yeah. all that and wake everybody up. Like yeah, on yeah, my yeah. 5 a.m. walks, I'm like, oh, listen wow. to a chapter. I'm like, That's impressive. 5.30. It's 5.30. Um, 5 anything before 9 is like <laughs> time that only you and Jesus don't sleep or slumber. I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed. Well, my kids get up at 6.30, and so if I want to have any time where somebody isn't talking at me yeah, or crying about they can't find their socks, Gotta do 5.30 it is my time. All like, right. that's my alone <laughs> walking. We and all need it. Yes. I honor that, but I told you my niece is 11, and she talks a lot. So I yeah. think that's I – didn't, I didn't actually do that, but it's a good idea. I'm really <laughs> – you know, it's there's this age, I think, where our kids stop talking. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm glad that she's still at 11, still. Yeah. Da, 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 oh, da, da. chatty. Okay. You know, because there's like, I've seen little glimpses of it with my eldest that she'll just like, I'll be like, I really want to talk with you th about this, and she, I can see on her face that she's just like, mm, I don't want to talk, anything talk about you. Yeah. Like she just, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this, mom. Like she just kind of, she looks to the side and she's like, is this over yet? I'm like, yeah. oh, ooh, we're yeah. coming up on this age, are oh, we? Oh no. Yeah, yeah and then they roll your eyes. Now. It's like a circle of life because then when you turn yeah. 18, you're like, Mom, help me be. I don't, don't know what I, I don't know anything. I'm so sorry. I love you. I'm so sorry. Please I'm so sorry. Yeah. I knew all the things when I was 12. I was the worst at 13. <laughs> the worst. Oh, I was. Oh, the things that I like remember smarting off to my mom, and she would just like, like her. You could see her face like just turn into this <laughs> like rage, and I was like, like oh, Ooh. Dare you. like, yeah. wait. 
you oh you know so much miss 15 yeah. you know all the things i was like mom used to be uh, like pay a bill pay a bill <laughs> that was her answer to everything if because we couldn't close our doors when we were growing up. She was like, you don't need privacy in my house. I need to know what you're doing. I need to see what. Yeah. And I, I, we had cell phones and stuff, too. So it's a little different as well. Like, this yeah. was an age of, like, a lot. You know, this is the yes. Columbine slash, you know, the Internet slash whatever. So we couldn't close doors. And I'm like, Mom, I just need some privacy. She's like, pay a bill. Once you <laughs> pay one bill, I can give you the cheapest bill. But once you can pay one of them, girl, you can close the door. Right. And, of course, I can never pay a bill. <laughs> so, um, you know. And our house was spread out enough where, like, even if you never close your door, nobody would, like, walk in on you because we grew up in a townhouse. So it was, like, yes. all kind of on top of each other. She's like, you're fine. You don't need to close the door. <laughs> you just need to get dressed in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you get privacy yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, privacy. And then my brother, my brother moved out. It was like, y'all girls, you know. <laughs> and so it's like, whatever. It's me, you, and your sister. We're all girls. And y'all share clothes anyway. So half the time is you like running back and forth trying to see who has my shirt. So yes. it was totally fine. Oh, I could never. We, there was three, three, four girls total and then three boys. So I grew up in a big family. Oh, yeah. Um, but like my feet are bigger than everybody. Oh, my goodness. Over everybody else's. So I never got to share, like, all the cute shoes. I'm like, dang. I used to steal my sister's <laughs> stuff. I would literally <laughs> crawl in her room while she was, like, taking a nap. <laughs> taking this shirt. See, I did that. <laughs> and I, like, I think my, like, I've never been forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister was like, never again. Yeah. I'm like, that. I had to, like, make amends for, like, being such a sneak because I was a terrible sneak. Oh, my gosh. Like, my sister was so, really but she deserves sorry. to have to be forced to share. <laughs> I was. I feel like I was doing the Lord's work. I'm like, <laughs> selflessness is close to godliness. I think, so I'm doing the Lord's work. You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, and you're uh, making her stretch herself. Yeah, and she's and a like parent now where all you do is share. Right. So she learned that from me. I <laughs> deserve an award. I deserve an award. <laughs> I'm I hope my sisters listen. are listening yes, to this guys. right now, and I'm still sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Never sorry. <laughs> Never, sorry, for pushing you towards righteousness. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can always spin it. I am helping you be godly. She's like, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, if you want I'm patience. Testing you. Yeah, if you want patience, <laughs> ask for a storm, okay? <laughs> I am the storm. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a sister. <laughs> you're such a little sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. I got one of those. She's real. I got two of those, actually. They're yeah. real. They like to push my buttons. Like, what? What? I'm like, listen. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Go away. Yeah, I'm the, so that's my older sister and then my older brother and then me and then a sister, a brother, a sister, a brother. Oh, wow. Your parents were like, let's just play ping pong. Girl boy, yeah. girl boy. It was like girl boy, girl. Yeah. yeah. Me and then girl, girl. And then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, going back to <laughs> girl boy. Yeah. We're like, wait. That's a lot of people. Just general people. It was a lot of people growing up. In Ooh. my little tiny, see, we didn't grow up in a townhouse. We grew up in a trailer. Oh, that's even worse. A little tiny, <laughs> tiny trailer. So, like, if you walk too hard, you're shaking the place. You're yeah. like, stop stomping. I'm like, I'm not stomping. I'm, I'm just, just walking. walking here. I'm just oh, God. <laughs> I would have not ever had kids. I would have had like, <laughs> enough of that. Yeah, I'm still talking to the Lord about if I'm having kids. And I'm the youngest of three. You're like, Jesus. But, yeah, I, seven, I would have been like, I'm good, Jesus. <laughs> I want to be so alone <laughs> i wanted to be silent you know what's funny is i i struggle with being alone like it's a like i called somebody yesterday and um i was like you just wanted to lunch because like my kids are gone and i kind of like the chaos like oh. it's my normal yeah, yeah yeah and it's so quiet i'm like 
I have things to do, but I don't want to be at this house by myself. <laughs> yeah. I want to be with other people. Yeah. So it's really a struggle for me to like, I, I joke around and say I'm socially motivated, but yeah. I really am. Like when you grow up in like a group of people and everything is done with someone else, it's hard to be like, and I'm a self-starter. Yeah. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cooperative starter. Like yeah. I need people and then we're going to all like feed off each other's energy and we're going to go do stuff. And that's, yeah. I still am like, I need to practice being a self-starter. I can like see it's that. Hard. Or just find an identity wholly in yourself. Um, and yeah. like even that motivation or that celebration or all those things like yes yeah I I'm I am an extrovert so I love people but Me I completely too. can be alone and be totally fine <laughs> yeah and when I used to practice law I used to wish like I had a roommate or a boyfriend or a husband because it was just you were quiet in your office all day you come home it's quiet yes. now at the academy where I talk to people all day long when I go home alone, I'm like, like thank uh, you God nobody lives with me <laughs> like. Solitude is from the Lord, okay? <laughs> I get so excited. And, like, when Will calls me, I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing by myself in the silence. Can I help? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you could have texted me this part. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I like being alone. But I, I can understand intellectually that yeah. chasm of being like, you know what you should do is just put on your socks and just do that. What's that movie where he just slid around this hardwood floors and had was music it, playing? And was it Tom? Yeah, Cruise. Tom Cruise. In I his just, underwear and yeah. his risky business. Yeah, risky business. Yeah, just just Tom Cruise your it's life. A terrible movie. I'm not promoting that movie. Okay, don't see the movie. <laughs> However, he used to just dance it's around his house. It's an iconic moment. It's dance iconic around his house with music, and you're not alone. Beyonce's here with you. you <laughs> or your artist of choice. Queen B, come be yeah. at my house. <laughs> your artist of choice is at the house with you. You're yes. not alone. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to say... <clears throat> I just want to say thank you for coming over here. It was yeah. like this, like, okay, you're fitting me in between all your meetings and going and blowing and doing all this stuff. Oh, and no problem. I'm excited so to do it. Yeah, I really appreciate, like, so I want to talk about, I want to want people to look up your, the Fashion Chase. Yes, do that. The Fashion Chase the on fashion Instagram chase and on YouTube. Instagram. Yes, and I want people to look at the corner, the corner to corner, the Academy Nashville, the Academy Nashville.org, yes, and find ways to be involved, find ways to um, promote Black and Brown businesses, yeah. find ways to like, how can I plug into this and yeah. really be a part of like this thing that's growing? Yeah, and, and if people have more questions just about yeah. the experience or you know systemic issues or um, political issues regarding like race or Black and Brown experiences. Um, corner to corner would love to at least be that s that first stop in that conversation. Yeah. I would love to talk to people about what that looks like. Um, from at least my experience, I can't speak for all black people. Um, right. Contrary to what my teacher used to think in like 10th grade. I was <laughs> like, uh, I wasn't a slave. I'm not sure how they felt. I bet it felt bad. I bet <laughs> you could like you know? imagine as well. Yeah, I'm like, uh, like Shana, what do you think? Ah! I didn't read this book. You <laughs> did. You did. Um, no. So, but I would. I can absolutely speak on my life experience. And then we have a lot of different things, like be the bridge and programs for people just to have that conversation. Yeah. So we don't want people to assume or suffer in silence or feel like outcasts. But we welcome them into a seat at the table to have conversation about yeah. what it looks like to be diverse in the kingdom of God and how. 
that experience has been perverted or has been misused or how, you know, even gender, like how men have had a different experience than women. And so right. if you can understand that different experience, multiply that times 10 right. for any person that's not white right. um, and imagine how hard that would be. But how great the communities are. It's not like your life is so sad. Well, with me, our communities and our families and our culture is so fun and yes. vibrant and creative and outgoing and yes. resourceful. Um, and to be a part of that as well, it's, it's a holistic experience. So we invite people in to come see us about us in all ways. So is the Academy open to anybody? Yeah, the Academy is open to anyone. Um, we have now, honestly, we've graduated with 85% black women. And then the rest are, you know, men, black men or white or Hispanic. I think we have like a couple of Hispanic. And we haven't been around that long to really see that diversity fulfilled. And right. also... Um, there is a class of people who are Spanish speakers natively. Okay. And so that's a more comfortable place for them because it's like if you're in a place, you know, where right. and you have an opportunity to go to your first language, I absolutely yes. encourage that. And I actually point people that way. Yeah. Um, and so there are uh, other resources, which is why it's kind of created this. Seems like, um, oh, well, only black people go to this class and blah, blah, blah. Right. But we just want people to feel welcome. But if anybody wants to start a small business, we obviously cater to underestimated entrepreneurs. But right. we welcome all people to, to learn and grow because business so cool. is it's good for everyone. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so Come much on for in. coming on. No problem. Thanks for I the appreciate invite. you. Yes. I support the mom tribe. Um, <laughs> thanks for letting me sneak into a uh, uh, elite club. No. Uh, High-performing moms. Everybody's welcome. I won't. I won't tell your secret. <laughs> <laughs> I will not tell the code. Okay. So it's good to see you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. All right. Woo! That was so much fun. Thanks again, Shana, for coming on the show, and I really appreciate having you here, and I really appreciate your opinions and your thoughts and your ideas and the beautiful stuff that you're doing with both Corner to Corner and with your own business. So don't forget to check out um, Shana's business, The Fashion Chase. Um, it's on Instagram, and I'll post links in the show notes. And if you would like to have her come do a little, I don't know, zhuzhing up of my closet or, like, propose some outfits, that would be really cool. Just put um, fashion in the comments, either on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Actually, I may not see them on Twitter. Leave them on there, and it'll make me go check Twitter because I'm never checking Twitter. <laughs> It's too, it's too negative, y'all. It's too negative. But I'll check it just for you. And also, um, I want you to check out uh, theacademynashville.org. And if there's any way you'd like to support them or volunteer or be a part of that, or if you are like, I really want to take this entrepreneurial class, hit them up and find out some more, some more information on their website. I know you'll really like it. Um, I've kind of been on the fringes of watching these happen for several years, and it's just really cool. Also, don't forget, if you would like to find and promote and support black and brown businesses in Nashville, um, you can always contact theacademynashville.org, and um, Shana will hook you up with black and brown businesses. That means people of color. I know she said it and I said it, but people of color who are running small businesses in Nashville, and you can, get, you can support small businesses in Nashville for people of color who are running those. Anyway, so uh, last things last, check out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's I See You Mama podcast, or just I See You Mama, and um, leave us comments, and, and you can always record, like, a, I don't know, on your get your phone out and record um, a voice memo or something like that, and you can email that to me. My email is I See You Mama 
podcast at gmail.com. And I love to hear from you. Anything you got to say, I'm sure it'll be really, um, it's good to know that people are out there listening. And just so you know, hey, at this time, um, for listeners, we have passed over 20 countries. So you guys are amazing. I love you. You're so cool. (laughs) It's so much fun to do this and to know that people are listening. So thanks again for being here. Thanks again for your time. And I hope you have a great day and go out there and do cool things, awesome things. I see you, Mama.